Hi guys, and welcome back to another Meet the Answer podcast. This one might be a little bit lengthy. I'm not sure. We're going to see how it goes. But this one is a question that got sent to me, and it was talking about how to get a custom meat cut done. So, like, if you're going to a counter at a meat counter, what what do you order? Or if you're wanting a half a calf to, or fourth to half a calf or full cow, what, what do you even ask for? Like, what is it? How does it go? Just some general knowledge and education. So whenever they're sending out and asking you questions and giving you all that jargon, what do you, what do you say? How do you, how does that work? So I want to answer those questions for you in this podcast. I hope that I can answer everything. There are so many specific, um, what's it called? Specific what is that called? I guess like specific instances that I cannot cover. So there's going to be some things where I'm going to give you a general overview of, but there are some specifics that I cannot go through because each, um, interaction with a meat counter or ordering a cow or different things like that, that's all going to be so different depending on your circumstances. That's the word I was trying to look for. (laughs) There's so many individual circumstances. I'm not going to be able to cover every single thing, but I'm going to try to give you a really great base of knowledge. So that way, whenever you walk in to a meat market or you walk in at any sort of meat plant like that, you feel very confident in what you're about to say, what you're about to do, everything like that. So I hope that this helps. Um, I'm going to give a little bit of background on myself so that way you guys know where I'm getting this knowledge from. So I went to Angelo State University. I went there and I studied meat and food science. And then I worked in um, a packing plant for three and a half years. And then I started working at a meat market. And I did that for about two years, two and a half years. So I have been around from harvesting the animal like raising the animal to harvesting the animal to being on your plate. Um, So basically from conception of an animal to your plate, I've learned the specifics of how it works. I've actually done it. And so that is something that um, I will be sharing with you guys today. I'm going to share share with you that knowledge that I have just for you to know and to be able to help yourself and empower yourself to be able to order because I know I've gotten a lot of questions about or comments rather about how the meat counter seems very intimidating and like what to do and so I have kind of come up with a couple things that will be very helpful for you I hope that you enjoy it and so let's get into today's podcast okay so let's talk about quality first and then we're going to go into cuts and then we're going to talk about each like meat counter ordering cow and then we're going to go from there if that makes sense so the first quality that you get up to the counter you're going to see and whenever you order anything you're going to see that there is select choice prime grass-fed and wagyu so which one do you get completely up to you actually there's like no right answer for that one (laughs) select is going to be a released quality like so that one's going to have the least amount of marbling, it's going to have the least amount of flavor because tenderness, juiciness, and flavor is how we decide the quality. So 
The marbling in a select is very, very minimal, so if you want a very lean cut of meat, that is the one to get. It might not have a ton of flavor, but that is the one to get. Now, if you want choice, choice is somewhere like the middle ground, more like um, middle class people like it because it's got enough marbling to make it taste really good, and sometimes it has more marbling than prime. Um, and so it's a really good middle ground for if you want a, a quality steak, but you don't really want to pay the super high price, but you kind of want to have a little bit better one than a select. So if it's like a fancier occasion or anything like that, and you kind of just want a nice steak, but you don't really want to spend a ton of money, that is the one to get. Now, then we're going to go to Prime. Prime is like the ultimate kind of quality grade. Because that one is the one that has got the most marbling, it's got the most tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. So that is the one. I'm going to link another podcast that I made down below on how we decide quality. But that one is going to be the best one to get the ultimate if that is something that you're willing to pay for. All three steaks are really good. It depends on how you season them is how they're going to taste. Now, it Choice, to me, is like the best option for someone, again, who is just wanting a really good steak but not really wanting to pay the high price of Prime. But if you have the money to spend, Prime is a really great option because it's got the best marbling, it's got the best quality meat. Um, and so that's something to look out for. And that's mainly in beef. Um, I would say that Chicken has their own quality grade as well, so if you want to know more information on that, send me an email and ask me that question. Or even um, pork has their own quality grade as well, so if you want to know more information about that, email me and ask me the question and I'll do a podcast over it. I'm going to you. So that's basically like the quality grades of what meat. So select is like your lowest choice, then you have choice, and then you've got prime. Those are the three main ones that you'll see at every place, and those are the ones, again, select is at the bottom, um, prime is at the top, and then choice is somewhere in the middle, and it's just, there's a bunch of other different specifications in that, but that's, that's the main three, and that's the quality level of that. Now, there's going to be two other options that you're going to see within each one of those quality grades, and you're going to have natural and grass-fed. Natural and grass-fed are very similar, but slightly different. I have a podcast over that, and I will link that down below if you want to know more information on that. But that is, again, completely up to you. I have a newsletter coming out talking about grass-fed and why it's, why it's important to choose that. It is not necessary because you will be getting enough vitamins and minerals from just the plain not natural or... Um, grass-fed but if you choose to get grass-fed you'll have a little bit more omegas there's going to be a little bit more variety in what you're going to be getting from that meat because of the way that they were they are eating um and then as far as natural goes that one's more of just a label to be able to say like hey it's natural we never put any antibiotics antibiotics in it but fun fact you can't actually sell an animal if there's antibiotics in their system so there's that um, but that is the difference between each, each one of those and the quality grade. So you're going to choose a grade. You're going to choose if you want natural or regular or grass fed, and then you're going to choose 
possibly if they have this option, if you want like a certain species of an animal. So, um, not species, my goodness, a specific breed. So most of all that stuff is going to be Angus, um, but there is an option for Wagyu. Wagyu is the most priciest meat that you will see. It is the most marbled, and a lot of people choose it for special occasions if they can't afford it because it has skyrocketed, especially recently. And it is one of the most expensive cuts of meat because it's been aged the longest. There's a lot of labor that goes into it. And the reason why it is the most marbled is because of the way the cow will gain their fat. So in most animals, it's more of like a canoe shape, so they go from the outside in. But for Wagyu, it's more intramuscular, which means that it's inside of the muscle. And so they're, it's easier for them to have more marbling in their meat because of the way that they're able to gain that fat. And the process, it takes less time for them to be able to have that type of fat within their um, muscles. Which then makes them a higher price because they have to feed them high quality food the whole time. And they are from, they're a Japanese beef or an Asian beef. And so um, that, that also adds to the price. And so for the quality that it is, it's, somewhat, it's something that tastes really well and really good. But it's not, I guess, necessary for to have a good steak. It's just another option. And so, um, yeah, those are the main qualities. And then you have um, natural, grass-fed, and you have the um, Wagyu. Every now and then you'll get an organic, but usually if it's grass-fed, it's organic. And usually if it's natural, it's organic. And so that's kind of the, the spiel on that. But if you want organic meat... Um, there are some options there as well, but there's not a lot of organic meat cuts. There's usually just organic ground meat. Um, if you want organic, go with grass-fed or natural. Um, let me grab a sip of my drink. Okay, so let's talk about the basics of steaks. So there's a strip, there's a ribeye, there's a chuck eye, there's... Um, a sirloin, tenderloin, those are like the main steaks, I want to say. Not I want to say, like I know that that's the, those are the main steaks. Um, there are certain special cuts that you can have done, but for the main part, main, the main part, there are only those steaks that people will order and people will buy and meat counters will have stocked. And you get to go up to one, and so you'll look at it, you'll pick out your steak and which one you want, and then you'll pick the quality that you want it at, and you will pick if you want it grass-fed or natural, or if you even want Wagyu. So, whenever you go up there, let's talk about New York Strip. New York Strip is one that is, to me, one of the best steaks, because it's price point as well, it tastes good, and it's got enough fat in it to make it just be a good steak. Ribeye is the mac daddy of all steaks. It is one of the best steaks that you can get. And it is one of the most expensive because it is in the dead center of the animal. And that is what, the ribeye is what 
qualifies that meat to be select choice or prime. And so that one's going to be the most expensive one that you're going to want to purchase minus a tenderloin. But a ribeye is just the classic good mac daddy kind of steak that you're going to want to get. Um, and so, yeah, there's that. And then the other one is tenderloin that I mentioned. Tenderloin is something that's super expensive because it's the most unused muscle on the animal so it's going to be the most tender hence tenderloin and it is very little on the animal so it's it's compared to the whole animal it is the least amount of meat that's on there which makes it actually more expensive because of the fact that there's not that much on the animal so like ground meat is way cheaper than a tenderloin because there's so much ground meat because it's just based off of the trimmings from the steaks that were cut. And the tenderloin is just this one long piece that's never hardly used on the animal. The most tender. Most people want them. That sort of thing. Anyway, that's tenderloin. And then you've got sirloin. Sirloin's a really good one as well. That's going to be cheaper than a strip. And it's going to be really nice for just if you want a steak but you don't want to spend a ton of money on it. I know I said that with the strip, but the strip is like higher quality than a sirloin. A sirloin is one that's, if you want more bang for your buck, so if you want more meat for what you're paying for, that's where a sirloin is good because it will make a really great steak and you can split it with your um, husband or your wife or whatever and or your children they can you can get a couple sirloins for your kids and cut it in half and you'll get double the steaks for half the price um as like you would pay for a ribeye or a strip steak um so there's that and then the other thing that I wanted to mention is um the thickness so those are the main steaks I just covered really there's like no other one that people really want to eat. Um, and so, let's talk about thickness. Thickness, oh, also, I forgot to mention one more thing. Whenever you're ordering um, and you want to make like a Philly cheesesteak or something like that and you want to know what type of meat, you can literally choose any type of steak to cut it at and you can eat it. A lot of people use New York strip and get it cut really, really thin. So there's that. Um, but let's talk about thickness. So I just mentioned thinness and you get to make a Philly cheesesteak. That's really good. That's what a lot of people like to use. But thin steaks are not always the best steaks. I would say a thick cut of a steak is probably best, especially if you're newer to cooking steaks. Um, because you can make it medium rare to medium really easily without having to worry that you either burn the outside and it's raw on the inside or anything like that. So thicker steaks are really safe bet if you're a very beginner cook of steak. Um, and it also just tastes better because it makes everything just, just great. Um, another thing that I wanted to mention is a thin steak is really good if you want it for like a weeknight steak. So if you've got a dinner coming up this week and you want it to be a little bit fancier but you don't really have the time to spend on it 
thin cutting your steak will be very helpful to um, making a really good weeknight dinner to have. And so that's one of the other options. And whenever you are at the counter or you're getting something cut, showing them with your fingers how big and how thin you want something cut is really helpful for the cutter. I was a, I was a butcher and whenever people would show me with their fingers how thick they wanted it to be cut, that was super help for, helpful for me to be able to really gauge as to what they were talking about. So if that's something that you need to do in the very beginning till you learn like how thick you want something, that is going to be very helpful. But all you do whenever you say how, th when they ask how thick do you want it, you can either show them with your finger or you can just use inch measurements. We usually cut it in inches. So if you just say, yeah, inch and a quarter, that's the general standard of how thick a steak is. So if you want to order a basic steak, so you can get a ribeye and you can get it cut an inch and a quarter and that's something that would just be the normal great steak to get. You can get a ribeye, um, sirloin, or New York strip at an inch and a quarter and that's going to be pretty much guarantee that you can have a really great steak. It won't be completely disgusting in the middle and it'll be cooked on the outside and still be medium around the inside. Inch and a quarter is the basic um, and then you can get thicker than that or thinner than that but inch and a quarter is going to be your base level for that. Um, now whenever it comes to ordering half a calf, a fourth a calf, different things like that, they will most likely charge you based on the pound. So however big your calf is, um, is how much they will charge you. Another thing that they will do typically is charge you for labor because they're cutting it and they're making it into different cuts for you. Um, and then another thing that will probably charge you is a, obviously like a tax or fee for keeping like the utilities of their facility. Um, and that's just because they got to keep the lights on and you're the, you're the paying customer. So that's really important to remember that it is a business and they're trying to, they're trying to do their best with that. Um, so yeah, it's based off the poundage and it's also based on how they, their farming practices and what they feed their animals. So grass fed's going to be more expensive because having enough grass and land for a cow is a lot. It's a lot of money, um, that you have to put into it. And so that's something to keep in mind, um... And it also depends on where you're located. So I know some people here that are listening to my podcast are not in the United States or even in Texas. And so Texas has one of the lowest prices of meat that there is. Um, and so being mindful of how the farming practices are in different countries as well as your state really matters. And that will change the price of your meat. Um, whenever you go in there, you can they'll ask you all the different steak cuts that they typically do and how many you want of each. A lot of times, you can just say cut it at the basic um, inch and a quarter for each steak that you get off a half a calf. And then however many that there is, that's how many steaks I'll get. Um, and that's kind of what you can say. Or you can say keep all the trimmings and grind it up for me and that I'll just take that or you can say I just want a ribeye and I just want a strip steaks any of the other steaks or rump roast or anything else that you can get off of that cut um off my half of the calf just make it into ground meat so you can pretty much come up with anything and each specific plant 
has a different um, way of coming up with that and um, has their own way of asking questions and has their own base cut and all that kind of stuff. So calling your local facility is one of the best things that you can do so that way you can um, get some more information and then you can ask them like how they do their cuts their custom cuts and all of that so that way you can have a plan in place and so whenever you call them you can know what you're talking about and know exactly what they're going to ask you but typically they'll ask you what cuts you want how much meat you want do you want a fourth a half or a full cow um do you want to keep all the trimmings do you want to keep any of the intestines do you want to keep any hide or anything like that you would have to let them know all of the details of what you want um and just say yeah i want like 50 pounds of ground meat and then whatever cuts you can get off of it do that or i want seven ribeyes and seven strip steaks at an inch and a quarter and the rest of the the calf make it into ground meat so you can do different options like that and you would just have to call and talk to them and figure out what they are willing to do for you and what their abilities are so I believe I've covered almost every single thing um listen to my other podcast if you have any questions about grass-fed natural organic literally any of that stuff I have a podcast on so go ahead and listen to that and if you want to know more information on other topics, feel free to email me. I will do a podcast over it. So I hope that you enjoy this and I will see you in my next podcast.